Hello, and welcome to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast for the week commencing the 10th of April, 2023. In InfoSec news this week, the North Korean threat actor known as Lazarus have been observed shifting their focus, rapidly evolving their goals and tools as part of a long-running campaign which has been dubbed Death Note. While the nation-state adversary is known for persistently singling out the cryptocurrency sector, recent attacks have also targeted automotive, academic and defence sectors in Eastern Europe and other parts of the world, in what's being perceived as a significant target pivot. The phishing attacks directed against crypto businesses typically entailed using Bitcoin mining theme lures in email messages in order to entice potential targets into opening macro-laced documents, in order to drop the manuscript, also known as Nukesped, backdoor onto compromised machines. The targeting of the automotive and academic verticals is tied to Lazarus's group's broader attacks against the defence industry as documented back in October 2021, leading typically to the deployment of the Blinding Can, also known as Zeta Nile, and the Copper Hedge Implants. In an alternative attack chain, the threat actor employs a trojanized version of a legitimate PDF reader application called Sumtra PDF Reader to initiate its malicious routine. The Lazarus Group's use of rogue PDF reader apps was previously revealed by Microsoft. The targets of these attacks included an IT asset monitoring solution vendor based in Latvia and a think tank located in South Korea, the latter of which entailed the abuse of legitimate security software that's widely used in the country to execute the payloads. These twin attacks, quote, point to Lazarus building supply chain attack capabilities. This adversarial crew has since been blamed for the supply chain attack aimed at enterprise VoIP service provider 3CX, which we discussed recently, which came to light last month. Kaspersky said it discovered another attack back in March last year, which targeted several victims in South Korea by exploiting the same security software to deliver downloader malware capable of distributing a backdoor, as well as the information stealer for harvesting keystrokes and clipboard data. To quote the release, the newly implanted backdoor is capable of executing a retrieved payload with named pipe communication, adding it's also responsible for collecting and reporting the victim's information. At around the same time, the same backdoor is said to have been utilised to compromise a defence contractor in Latin America using link library sideloading techniques upon opening a specially crafted PDF file using said trojanized PDF reader. To quote the report, the Lazarus Group is a notorious and highly skilled threat actor. As the Lazarus Group continues to refine its approaches, it's crucial for organizations to maintain vigilance and take proactive measures to defend against its malicious activities. Microsoft have issued a patch for a zero-day vulnerability in the Windows Common Log File System, known as CLFS, actively being exploited by cybercriminals to escalate privileges and deploy the NoCoYawa ransomware payload. In light of the ongoing exploitation, CISA have also added the CVE, dubbed CVE 2023-28252, to its catalogue of known exploited zero-day vulnerabilities, ordering Federal Civilian Executive Branch, or FKEB, agencies to secure their systems against it by May the 2nd. This CLFS security flaw was reported to Microsoft by Kaspersky, among other outlets. It affects all supported Windows server and client versions and can be exploited by local attackers in a low-complexity attack without user interaction. Successful exploitation enables threat actors to gain system privileges and fully compromise a targeted Windows system. 
Microsoft patched this zero day and 96 other security bugs as part of this month's Patch Tuesday, which also included 45 remote code execution vulnerabilities. Security researchers with Kaspersky's global reach and analysis team also recently spotted the CVE 2023-28252 flaw while being exploited in the Nokoyawa ransomware attacks. To quote the release, Kaspersky researchers uncovered the vulnerability back in February as a result of an additional check into a number of attempts to execute similar elevation of privilege exploits on Microsoft Windows servers belonging to different small and medium-sized businesses in the Middle Eastern and North American regions. According to Kaspersky, the Nokoyawa ransomware gang has used other exploits targeting the Common Log File System, or CLFS, driver as far back as June last year, with similar yet distinct characteristics, linking them all to a single exploit developer. The group has used at least five more exploits of similar types to target multiple industry verticals, including but not limited to retail, wholesale, energy, manufacturing, healthcare, and software development. The Nokoyawa ransomware surfaced back in February last year, as a ransomware strain capable of targeting 64-bit Windows-based systems in double extortion attacks, where the threat actors also steal sensitive files from compromised networks and threaten to leak them online unless the ransom is paid. Fairly standard behaviour at this point. Nokoyawa shares code with JSWorm, Karma, and the Nemty ransomware variants, and it's been rewritten in Rust as of September last year, in a switch from the initial ransomware version developed using the C programming language. To quote, early variants of Nokoyawa were just rebranded variants of JS Worm. In this attack, however, cybercriminals are using a newer version of Nokoyawa, which is quite distinct from the JS Worm codebase. The Iranian nation-state group, known as Muddy Water, have been observed carrying out destructive attacks on hybrid environments under the guise of ransomware operations, according to new findings from Microsoft's threat intelligence team which discovered the threat actor targeting both on-premises and cloud infrastructure in partnership with another emerging activity cluster, which is being dubbed Dev1084. To quote, while the threat actors attempted to masquerade the activity as a standard ransomware campaign, the unrecoverable actions show destruction and disruption where the ultimate goals of the operation. Muddy Water is the name assigned to this Iran-based threat actor which the US government has publicly connected to the country's Ministry of Intelligence and Security. It's been known to be active since at least 2017, and cybersecurity firm SecureWorks, in its profile of Cobalt Ulster, notes that it's not entirely uncommon in the realm of the threat actor to quote, inject false flags into code associated with their operation as a distraction in an attempt to muddy attribution efforts. Attacks mounted by the group have primarily singled out Middle Eastern nations, with intrusions observed over the past year leveraging Log4 Shell in order to breach Israeli entities specifically. These latest findings from Microsoft reveal the actor probably worked together with Dev1084 in order to pull off the espionage attacks, the latter of which conducted the destructive actions after Muddy Water successfully gained a foothold into the target environment. Quote, the likely exploitation of known vulnerabilities in unpatched applications for internal access was before handing off access to Dev1084 in order to perform extensive reconnaissance and discovery, establish persistence, and move laterally through the victim network, oftentimes waiting weeks and sometimes months before progressing to the next stage. In some of the highlighted activity, Dev1084 subsequently abused highly privileged compromised credentials to perform encryption of on-premise devices and large-scale deletion of cloud resources, including server farms, virtual machines, storage accounts, and virtual networks. 
Thank you very much for listening to the Italian Threat Intel Weekly Podcast. Please do not hesitate to contact us should you have any questions regarding any of the items outlined here. And thank you very much for listening.